Period. Listen, as y'all know, we moved to Nashville from Indiana. We had to get up out of Indiana. So, anyways, we about to get this mug started. You know what I'm saying? We about to get it started. Period. Let's go. All right. It's back. We back in full effect. And you see the title? This is Push to Wealth for the Purpose, where we are here to empower our people. We push into wealth, push into generational wealth. And that's mighty funny. That's the topic of tonight. You get what I mean? Tonight we are talking about generational wealth. This is part two of a series that we had started. We started talking about generational wealth a couple of episodes ago, but we're talking about generational wealth again. So, without further ado, it's your girl, P. Y'all thought I was going to be extra, huh? <laughs> and let me introduce my fine husband. I'm talking about this man is so scrumdilicious. You feel me? And I'm gonna let you know. That's all mine. I got a I got a baby nine in my in my in my cabinet. If you think you're gonna slide in them DMs, you feel me? So yeah, go ahead, baby. Hey, how y'all doing? It's it's uh, Michael. Period. It's Michael, and I um, I'm just happy to be back with you guys and um, just talk about the. Uh, generational wealth and how um, it needs to be talked about again um, the black community needs that um, not just the black community every community needs to hear that. facts facts listen he did not say anything wrong we talk about generational wealth and today we're actually going to get to the root of generational wealth and what we mean when we talk about generational wealth so Basically, to even kickstart this show off, we are going to be running down our experience at the Bell Meads Plantation here in Nashville. Yeah. Well, I got a nuke sound, so I'm trying to work that out. But anyway, <laughs> when we talk about the Bell Meads Plantation, we went and visited the Bell, Mead, uh, the Bell Meads Plantation out here in Nashville yesterday. So when I tell y'all um, that was an experience, and it was an automatically emotional experience when we uh, got there and, and got pretty much on the grounds of the plantation because we know uh, slavery... And the enslaved is a very, it's a stain on America. You get what I mean? It's it's very sad, and it's and it's not even sad. But what I when I when we got on that for me my plant for me, the experience was when we stepped foot on that plantation. There was also a a feeling of gratefulness. And when I say that, I only say that because somewhere down the line in my lineage. You get what I'm saying? And and my dad's lineage and on both sides, somewhere down the line, through all those, you know, we went to through 200 some plus years of slavery. So through 
that too. And if somebody down in my lineage decide to fight, somebody down in my lineage decide to make it, and we're not going to, you know, sit and ignore the fact that suicide was was at an all-time high in, in that era because some of our people, they chose they chose death. Then to be enslaved and captive in, in somebody else's, to be enslaved and put to work and build for somebody else, they chose death. And it's interesting about the um, plantation experiences because sadly you get on there, we've seen a lot of people like, you know, they have weddings and everything on plantations and, 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 and you, you get, you get that subject of generational wealth. You get what I'm saying? That's where that's where the topic of generational wealth comes because our counterparts and I'm gonna just be hundred and I'm not saying that in no racial term, but European, Caucasian white people have really systematically set up generational wealth off of our own blood, based off of our blood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know it was an emotional moment. We walked past the trees and it's like if trees could talk. They'd be saying a lot. When you look at certain companies that's been around for years, I'm talking about hundreds of years, um, and you think like, well, dang, this was an era of slavery, you know, enslaved. And and like I said, there there comes gratefulness and there comes great sorrow because we went through a lot and, and that's traumatizing. That's traumatizing and America cannot move forward into they hold they self accountable for how traumatizing that is, even for the fact that they feel like they can profit off of our pain, but we can't profit off our pain because they they are profiting off the cabins where we slept at. They profiting off the trees where they hung us like, like ornaments. You get what I mean? So that was my experience. And my husband, he going to talk about his experience, and we going to continue to get deep into the conversation of that generational wealth aspect. Well, coming into um, the plantation, uh, as I got on the grounds with my wife and my daughter, I instantly like felt um, the feeling of anger throughout. The whole time I was there, I was so angry, I was shaking because I could feel the vibe that was there, all the pain and all the hurt and all the trauma and um, that our ancestors went through and um, I, I just felt angry I I, um, I saw you know some Caucasians sitting on on the porch just swaying back and forth and then the, yeah, I just go sit on the chair yeah she just wanted to go sit in the, on the porch and rock in the rocking chair and I saw most of them just sitting back and just smiling looking out and at the slave house, the slave quarters, and everywhere else, and I just instantly, I just, I just kept getting madder and madder because of what, what our ancestors went through, and how, as my wife said, how their ancestors has profited off our pain and our sorrow, our hurt, our, our, Trauma. our blood, our, our tears, our sweat, and they made millions, billions. Off of us, trillions, a trillion dollar America. Yeah, uh, and their ancestors have, have given it to their generations and their generations here today, and we we still get the short end of the stick. And 
And that's where generational wealth is coming in. That's what we're talking about today. That's what, that's what's coinciding to what we're talking about tonight. Is we as we as black people need to do that for our own kids and our and their kids and their kids after us to create wealth as um as we um get into our jobs and stuff. It you know a lot of us become entrepreneurs and. A lot of us just have it for ourselves. Some, some, some uh, black uh, companies have, have died off, and that's that shouldn't be where our white counterparts have been in business for hundreds of years. Wait, wait. I'm sorry to cut you off. Don't forget that some some African American companies and black businesses have also sold their businesses yeah. off to white counterparts because they're not secure in what they have mm-hmm. and the gift that they have been given. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing about it is when, when you talk about generational wealth and when you talk about how they have built generational wealth, we talking about um we talking about bacon um companies, people that produce bacon, people that produce beef, people that produce sugar. All built off of the blood, sweat, and let's not forget mental abuse. The the guy at the plantation made something very clear to me. And and that's clear in the word. And I gotta give I gotta go to the word specifically because of the word of the Lord says we are trans we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. And the enemy attacked our minds in that era, sadly. He said that, you know, some 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 slave owners they 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 wasn't physically abusive in to their to their slaves, but they were mentally abusive. Do you get what I mean? But, and, no, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, babe. But remember, the the guy told us a lot of them didn't record the beatings that they took upon their slaves. Remember? No, yeah, that? they was they was they was journaling. They were journaling experience, but they didn't record the experience. And and what makes me mad, and and I know that is going to make me a little emotional for real what really kind of makes me mad is the simple fact that this is a part of history that a lot of times you get when you go to these experiences and these plantations and you go to get this experience a lot of people that don't look like you are proud that this happened oh well they they got ain't nobody getting treated well that is forced to work for nothing you talking about built a country? We talking about built a whole country, and we systematically can't get nothing systematically. Not even a bill. Not even a bill. Let's talk about the eight, the anti Asian hate bill, right? I don't, I don't, I don't see in America any Asians that's being hung by the dozens because they're enslaved. But you want to know the crazy thing about it is there's a spirit of pride that falls in between accountability for what has happened to us. And I get emotional because this is this is somebody in my family. And you don't really think about it, but then you think about how deep blood ties go. You go you go deep down into the south and you touch these trees and the trees and then you got people on TikTok making trends out of 
out of songs based off of based off of us getting hung. Lynch, he told he told us that it was twelve year old boys sitting in in barrels of cow manure because they weigh too much. Just to lose weight, they would sit them in manure. For 12 hours. Like we was less than nothing. For 12 hours. And we still less than nothing to them. But we here to encourage y'all that we, we are something. And not something, we are somebody. The Spirit of the Lord and the Word of the Lord says we are made in the image and the likeness of God. We was God before we was particularly. Before we even went into captivity of slavery, we were kings and queens. How do we get back to that? How do we build generational wealth? You see, they the America knowledge. knowledge America built generational wealth based off of immortality. Like this, there's nothing moral about that. And what clearly makes me scratch my head is these be the same people. Enslaved, we had the nerve to call themselves Christians. Get the hell out of here with that. And I did not even mean to go there. Seriously. A Christian? A Christian. I'm, I'm just... A Christian. You had the nerve to call yourself a Christian. But the moment somebody decided... They didn't want to be enslaved anymore, and they would run away. And I, I let my husband know on a little secret about the horses. Um, I watched a um, I watched a movie, which was I watched the Jane Pittman movie, and I, we've all watched the Jane Pittman movie. You know what I'm saying? If you black, I'm sure you all watched the Jane Pittman movie. But you know, sadly, we watched the Jane Pittman movie before, and you know, the horses was even trained to bring us back. Trample us and bring us back. I'm talking about hunted down like we're nothing, yo. The thing about it is, the game never changed, but the players do. Technology has evolved. But what's so exciting and what's, blessing, what's a blessing is that we also have the ability and we have the opportunity to really change the dynamic, you you know, when we talk about building generational wealth, let's talk about learning skills. You know, um, it's plenty of skills. You don't have to be selling something. A lot of people don't want to sell anything. You know what I mean? People, people really hate buying things. Or they hate being sold something, but they like to buy. You, you get what I mean? Nobody likes to feel hustled. And... Us as African Americans, you got to realize we have come up and we have trailblazed so much and we should have generational wealth by now. All the stuff that's going on on TikTok and I'm seeing trailblazing African American kids and youngest trailblazing, creativity. God bless us with a with a with an ever empowering and ever evolving mind where we are creative, we are powerful. And I've I've heard when I was younger that uh, a lot of uh, black people out there can can vouch for this too. Where oh, you hear 
uh, some type of grown up, this African American said, "Oh, I'm not gonna help my son do such and such. They gotta get it for themselves, or I'm not gonna help my daughter do such and such. She gotta get it for them herself when she get of age. No, teach them, teach them that stuff. So when they get of age, they can take it over. Which that's what, like we've been talking about, generational wealth comes in. You get taught something, teach your your son and her daughter that. That's gonna help them, help them get a a good a good career going." If that's your career, help them get into it. That's what these white folks is doing today. They sons and their daughters, they they get into farming. They teach their sons and their daughter to farm, and they take over the farm, and then they children and their children's children. Yeah, because that's generational wealth, and they'd be damned if a nigga get a hold of any of that. Yeah, yeah. Think, listen, we talking. We went to a plantation where they were primary producers of meats, liquor, sugar. They they didn't deal with the cotton thing. And the crazy thing about it, when he said the mental thing, he would hey, you got sl- you got slave owners that was oh well, we could te- we could send you down here. Let's not we we gonna say we gonna we gonna save the sexual abuse segment when it comes to that for another show but I kind of really want to go into it right now because I get so tired of that whole light skin versus dark skin and thinking that house niggas had it easy these was the same people that had to bear them fists to the face or the woman that had to get a, a a baby kicked out of the, the 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 black woman that had to get a baby kicked out of her a baby that this white man produced off of sexual abuse daily daily we we and there had to be biracial come from somewhere when it comes to that we gonna say that for another we gonna say that for another episode because I'm 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 about to get there. And I ain't, I ain't trying to go there. We talk about generational wealth and how we can build generational wealth. Start with land. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? We we get all this money. We build up and we buy stupid stuff. We buy dumb stuff or invest it. It don't. Technology has evolved so much to the. It don't even take a lot to invest. Now, I don't think you should be investing with $10 if you don't know what you're doing. Don't do that, boo-boo. You go go buy you, go buy you a 10-piece extra wet, extra crunchy lemon pepper sprinkles and a peach soda with that, okay? Or we or we buy stuff that depreciates. We buy jewelry, cars, all kinds of crazy stuff. But you can buy land and land lasts a long time. Do you know businesses will ask to buy your land with some out, so with some out amount of money? The descendants of the slave owners on the plantation still. Exactly. And, and, and people come and have weddings. They excited to celebrate their heritage. They're so and the crazy thing about racism and let's 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 touch let's touch on that topic right now. The crazy thing about racism is right, babe, that. There are still people in Americans can it, it's it, there's a part of America that is still proud of what they put another group of people through. You can see it on you can you could definitely see it on their faces. I could, I could definitely see it on their faces. They was they was 
Like I wish I was back then. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of look I was I was seeing from these we gonna people go back, out there. We gonna go back to it the next quarantine. Let's get them niggers out on the field with like, hey, antebellum. Period. <laughs> I, I I could see it on their face, clear as day. Like they wishing they could have been back then. The smiles that they were they were having, they were sitting back and rocking back and forth in those chairs. I I. It took God himself to hold me back from saying something. And and he he's not he he's being truthful and and I I I too had an emotional experience where I I was literally almost in tears because like when you come when you come further into the south and the north let's not make a mistake the north ain't no better. Let, and we definitely gonna have to get into that. The North ain't no better, but when you come to places and you come down like further in the South and you go to these experiences, and we want to go to these experiences and because a part of us want to be connected to our family. They are family regardless. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and when you come to, you come past a tree or you come past a room and you, and, and you feel the sorrow, you feel the pain. And like I said, it, it didn't hurt because we we got the song, the, the Strange Fruit song, man. And um, I wish, I wish I could pull up the Strange Fruit song, but I don't want to get copywritten. So I might be able to play just a little clip of that for y'all. But you know, that's an emotional song, getting. And it was different for me as I got older. You get what I'm saying? I'm 28 years old. I'll be 29 in a couple of weeks. Shout out to me. Virgo season. We on our way. Period. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, like, my emotions and my emotional connection when it comes to slavery and that part of history it's different now because it's like you can feel it's like you can feel it because you gotta realize trees live a long time. Trees live for thousands of years. Hundreds of years, yeah. Hundreds. We talking about the blood of our own people. So we wasn't able to build system. We systematically we were not given a fair deck of cards to even build generational wealth. But we still can now. It's not about the deck of cards that you get. It's about how you use them. So our purpose, our our purpose is, is to push to wealth with a purpose. So when you're seeking wealth and you're seeking out wealth for your family, it don't matter if you're black, white, Mexican, it don't matter, Chinese. Make sure you, what is your purpose? Because, oh, they got a purpose. They seek and obtain wealth and continue to obtain wealth and sustain wealth. You can obtain something and you can sustain something. To sustain something is stability. When you sustain stability, stable, hold something down, right? Mm-hmm. They sustain wealth. They obtained it and they have been able to sustain it. We obtain wealth. Multiple times, but have we been able to sustain it? No, because our mind is conditioned that we don't even feel like we deserve generational wealth. We want this for our daughter and her kids. 
We want one child, but our child might go on to produce seven or eight. You you know, like, hey, and I ain't gonna be, hey, more power to you. You get what I mean? We not even thinking about, we enjoying our baby being a baby. Okay? So, anyways, that's what I mean when we talk about a system. The way cotton is produced. Generational wealth, right? Why? Because slave owners put us on the fields to produce cotton so they can sell it, right? The way sugar is produced. Put us where to to create sugar so they can sell it for a profit. Blacksmiths, locksmiths. We was producing keys, the same keys that these niggas was locking us up with. And we produced them. Think about that. Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Whiskey. Liquor. <laughs> Same stuff we get turned out to. You get what I'm saying? And it's like I said, it's not that we don't have the ability to create generational wealth because what I want y'all to know is we are powerful. We are strong. We have a resilience about us. We carry something in our DNA that no other culture can carry. And I'm... Sp- and, and and listen, I'm I'm speaking specifically to the blacks on this one, okay? I'm not being offensive, but I'm speaking to just to y'all on this one. We have something that we carry in our essence. You can only take a Pacific color and make multiple colors out of that Pacific color. We have a of resilience about ourselves because be proud that somebody in your lineage somebody in your generation in your ancestry down that line somebody decided to continue to fight and while and within they fight they produced and they kids produced and they kids produced and now we here somebody ain't give up somebody ain't jump off the ship For us to for us to feel how we feel, sometimes you know what I mean. You know what I mean, babe. Mhm. Sometimes, for us to feel how we feel, sometimes that that's to me it's pathetic for real, for real, and it's ungrateful because they went through a lot, and I'm only playing a clip of this song, "A Strange Fruit," because I want you guys to feel. Exactly what I, we feel in the end. I, I don't want no copyright issues. So we we gonna play. We gonna play the let's 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 pass the ads. You feel what I'm saying? They always hate on us. And I couldn't skip it. <laughs> but it's not like. And before this clip goes on, I want you to know that they wanted to kill Billie Holiday for this. Billie Holiday got arrested. And, and it's so disheartened to, like I said, to see now, on TikTok, this is wanna, a trend. Now they want to uh, come out with a movie about her and stuff. And love it. 
Now, if if you didn't feel something from that, she said, "Black body swinging in the breeze." What does that remind? What is that? What 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 comes to mind when you hear that that particular little part of that verse? We was swinging like strange fruit, swinging. You gotta think when we was getting hung up. These I'm talking about they they took their kids to watch us. They took their kids to watch us. Took pictures. And took pictures. This has everything to do with generational wealth. Took pictures and smiled taking the pictures like, yeah, see what I did? Look what I did. I bet y'all can't match this. So I, we, hung two, I hung two yesterday. How many y'all gonna get today? Oh, we got ten on one tree. It's not about the enslavement of a people. It's it's also about the trauma, G. It's about the trauma, the spiritual trauma, the emotional trauma, the mental trauma. They use the God that we serve, the God that 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 reigns on the as on the unjust as well as the just against us. You get what I mean? And like I said, they systematically set themselves up. Even when they the thing about the Emancipation Proclamation when it comes to Abraham Lincoln, God rest his soul, right? Even the thing about that when we discussed that, he didn't think Slavery was good economic. It was a good economic move. I mean, it wasn't good economically, and why? Because it was millions of slaves across America starting to rebel. It wasn't based off of, oh, this is ain't this ain't right. He had slaves on his own, right? Mm-hmm. He had slaves. <laughs> You get what I mean? So, systematic injustice and racism has everything to do with generational wealth. Because the thing about it is we can attain it, but how are we going to sustain it? I encourage whatever business business owner right now, you as African American, you got a business, don't sell it to a bigger corporation once it get popping. Keep that in your family. Mm-hmm. Budget. Don't don't get stop giving your money back to the slave owners. Stop giving what you created back to the master because that's what they really think about us on some real stuff. Seriously, that's what they really think. Mm-hmm. The game don't change. The players do. We are we are uh, ever evolving in technology, and we are consistently giving. Our blood back to them consistently. Why? Because they got the money. Build the money. What they got to connect? Build your connects. Build your connects with other black owners. Because in in next episode, let let let's get into the next episode because we about to already wrap this up. This leading into the next episode, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about segregation.
Let's talk about was segregation beneficial to us in the long run, or was it did it harm us in the long run? I honestly think, in my heart, it actually was a benefit to us because black business, black black businesses was booming. We are economically for black people, it was actually good. Babe, you, you can back me up on that. Yeah, we, we was in a good space economically. You know what I'm saying? But systematically, they destroyed a whole... When you wipe out a whole generation of influence... Stop. Let me rephrase that. When you wipe out multiple generations of positive influence and then you place people up to influence... That's why you got, oh, I'm just a victim of my circumstance. Because we have multiple generations wiped off, wiped out. What multiple generations of influence. Now, now impartation. Mm-hmm. Now y'all remember when 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 Malcolm X was you know was a great leader and all that. And when we was all together on one accord as a black culture, a black race, a black people, they thought of us as what what was like animals like? No, they they we're, they, they we're was, terrorists. They, they they came out with the law, the anti the anti mafia laws yeah, and the anti yeah. um mob action. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be too many black people in one setting. Yeah, but now we now we got COVID. Mm-hmm. Just last year we was in the same thing. It shouldn't be too many people in one setting. But at one point in time, it was too many. It should be too many black people in one setting. You guys look like I said. We we got wiped out generations of impartations, of influence, knowledge, wisdom, how to move this money here. The Black Panthers built a whole organization, organization. beginning selling dictionaries. Yeah. Selling knowledge, not what what did we use? What did we used to say back in the nineties? Knowledge is what power. But what were they doing? They was using that money to serve the community. Breakfast for kids. Oh, we, we can go there. We can go there. But like I said, we, 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 we're talking about generational wealth. Buying groceries for each other. Our, put, our, our podcast and this show is pushed to wealth. Now, since we getting ready to end this show, unfortunately, we'll be back. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I got to let y'all know one thing. If you ain't liking this channel, I don't know what you're doing. If you ain't subscribed to this channel, you probably hating. You feel me? But it's different strokes for different folks. So maybe you can't get what will we be talking about. You feel me? But it's all jokes. I'm just talking anyway. You feel me? But, like I said, we about to get ready to wrap up the show. And, you know, this this has been a great episode. Drop down, matter of fact, drop down in the comments. Tell us what y'all think. Give us y'all feedback. We sincerely apologize that we, we started slacking again, man. We we sincerely apologize about that. Mm-hmm. We 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 have to get better. Consistency is key. Yeah, yeah. So and on our off days, or well, my off days, we should we should be back. We should be doing this every other week, or, or actually every week. 
Yeah, every week. And and this is just an episode. Don't get don't get confused of this is not our main focus. Our main focus is to push to wealth. Mm-hmm. Not chase, not climb, push. Push to wealth. Push yourself to wealth, okay? That's our main focus. Hey, and like I said, you better like, subscribe, and share. Because if you ain't doing that, what is you doing? We out of here.